honest. How often do you think, let me call up the IT department and ask them what they think of my marketing strategy? Yeah, me neither. But Andreas, CTO at MS Lieb, says maybe you should reconsider. In this episode, he explains why business leaders must lean on IT and exactly how they can help. There's a couple of misconceptions in the business world about software. This kills ownership. This kills innovation. This is the very opposite of people using technology to solve problems that nobody has thought about yet. You're listening to People Changing Enterprises. Today on the show, what you need to know about your IT team. I'm your host, Jasmine Goodman. Please enjoy this episode with Andreas Westendorf. You've helped many companies change from outdated, traditional, manual, 1980s ways of doing things to automated and technology-enabled. And the most recent example being Emma. Tell me a bit more about what it takes to bring a business into the 21st century, really. It's a challenge. And to be entirely honest, the role of the CTO, Chief Technology Officer, is actually 50% knowing the technology and 50% being an evangelist and making these new topics, be it technical, be it organizational, be it procedural, understandable and educating about them to other functions. So that is, that is essential, I, I strongly believe. And now I've been working in the industry for, I don't know, 17 years or something like that. I'm deeply interested in how these things work and I find it fascinating. And I feel it is important to make other people understand or make your business peers understand what is so special about software, what is different to other real world examples of work and of collaboration. And there's really a lot of misconceptions in, in, in the business world about software and one of it being software is finished. Software is never finished until it's being decommissioned. Software is often compared with uh, building houses or building cars, which makes people think that the act of writing software is actually a production process, while it is nothing like a production process. It's not somebody on the conveyor belt uh, turning the screw. It's a very creative process, and it's, it's rather art than production. And that's also like a big misunderstanding that is around. I believe in, in my role as, as a CTO, it's all about making my peers understand why software is different and what also complexity is. If you're building a house, you're excavating, I don't know, to, to build the foundation, there might be a big rock down there and it might take double the time or triple the time to get it removed. But in software, it can happen that you find a problem or a challenge that is not solvable or that takes 10,000 times as long as anticipated. So software is different in, in that regard, and it needs explanation, it needs education, it needs help also to make your peers understand. And it is a thing that you should not try to keep in the shadows, and I'm a big enthusiast of fighting uh, to do tech by tech's purpose, or on the, by the, for the sake of tech. That is definitely not of any value. You always, always need to f uh, follow another purpose, a business purpose or, or another purpose, but it, it's never a purpose by itself. 
So if your company is thinking of ha having an app or having an app, stop it. No, please don't. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Just because you can doesn't mean that you have to, right? And I know that you're passionate about technology not being labeled as just a cost center, but a value driver. Tell us a bit more about that. I've been uh, almost 10 years in consulting, in IT consulting, and that was a big topic, uh, I don't know, like 10 years back or even 15 years back. It was a big driver in the business to create these business IT alignments. And business IT alignment would ideally mean you're running your business and the IT department is as transparent as it can be. So it's ideally you don't feel it. It's like IT is something that is more like a utility. It comes like water and, and electric. And it's shut away in the back room, door closed. You don't want to see it. You don't want to touch it. It's like <laughs> you outsource it. You're near short. You get it at lowest cost possible. And it's all process oriented. It's all like IT service management, ITIL process oriented. And everybody in IT plays their little part in the big uh, machine room. And everybody's part of that big conveyor belt. This kills ownership. This kills innovation. This is the very opposite of people using technology for, for, to solve problems that nobody has thought about yet. And this is fortunately by now, they are proven as not a, a good model anymore because enough, there's enough examples. In the beginnings, it was like the GAFAs of the world. So the, the Googles or Amazons or Facebooks of the world that showed everybody that technology indeed is a massive value driver. But then back then the, the argument was, yeah, but we're not Facebook. We're not Google. This is, this is not us. We didn't invent a digital business. We didn't invent digital ad advertising. How you, can you compare that to us? But then I think the second wave was the most, more important one, even like the, the companies that showed that there's disruption and innovation happening in industries that they were there already. And these were smaller companies. These were like the Spotify's, the Netflix's, the Airbnb's. Those companies showed that there's disruption happening. And either you embrace now this new technology or you're going to be out of business. Or what, what's the saying? Either you're at the table or you're on the menu. That happened. And uh, that's actually a good thing that today this is not something you need to uh, explain to business executives anymore because it's a known thing by now. But that was different 15 years ago. Oh, absolutely. And what's unfortunately, I think, still true today is that there is, if you're not carefully working against it, uh, still very common to have huge gaps between the technologists and the marketing people, the legal teams and the marketing people and the technology people. <laughs> and I know you have an opinion about the term IT in the first place. What have you learned about being the IT department, quote unquote, in your journey from software developer to CTO? Technology by itself is a function that does not do anything or create value unless you put it into a context where it can create value. You need both central and decentral structures to actually make a difference and, and, and create value. In an ideal world, the people doing technology and that are um, deeply enthusiastic about applying technology solutions on real world problems are not in a tech team or an IT team, but they are in the business. This is the ideal world. 
there's some limitations to it because if you decentralize uh, too much, you also lose a lot of, of other effects that are important uh, when building platforms, for example. So also the, the central aspect of it also has some benefits. So uh, if it is about synergies or if it is about commoditizing and standardizing, consolidating stuff, that is also not something that can be or should be be underrated. So actually what most organizations do that I've seen in the past is move from the one side to the other in a continuous form. And they turn to more central organizations. And then once they have centralized, are centralized enough and standardized enough, they move back to the more decentralized state. These uh, movement fluctuations within co companies and organizations have a very long wavelength. So that is more like five to 10 years that it takes from get from the one side to the other side. But that, that is okay, and that is actually good. And it tries always to find that optimum, that balance in where most value is being created, and it drifts towards this, always towards the side where currently the, the gap is bigger. So that's an, an, a natural thing to, to do. So in a sense, technology needs to be both at times, it needs to be concentrated to create excellence, but it also needs to be distributed to make impact. That is something that I try to, to evaluate where to move to what end of the band or what position of the band to move to and that very specific uh, individually for, for every organization. But to be honest, I'm, I'm also super excited because in the last 10 years, at least in my professional life, my observation is that technology is more or the, the understanding and the application of technology throughout companies is getting not only more accepted, but also more deeply integrated, meaning also that, I don't know, if, if 15 years ago, people would come from university with, with their specific field and, and uh, minor skills and technology today. It's different. They come from, from university, even if, if they didn't study computer science, with some, sometimes with deep technology understanding and skills. And that's amazing to have in, in your team. So essentially, in a couple of years, every team will be tech somehow. And that is, that's a cool thing. A lot of stuff can be done. Yeah, and the better you understand technology, no matter where you sit in a business, the greater results you can produce. Thanks for listening to People Changing Enterprises. This show is brought to you by ContentStack, the leading composable digital experience platform for enterprises. Got a question or suggestion? Email us at podcast at contentstack.com. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week with a new episode helping you make your mark.